The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio KC, where you can get the inside scoop on Kansas City's successful business owners and find out how they've transformed their entrepreneurial spirit into a thriving business. And now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. And today's show is brought to you by our sponsors, Benedictine College and Audible.com. If you'd like to get a special offer and a free download from Audible.com, go to audibletrial.com forward slash thinking bigger. You'll get all the instructions there, but you have to go to that special link or you won't get the free download audibletrial.com forward slash thinking bigger. Our guest today is Linda Hansen. She's the regional market president for Enterprise Bank and Trust right here in Kansas City. The bank's focus is to partner with closely held or family-owned businesses and their owners to help them achieve their financial goals. As regional market president of the Kansas City region, Linda is responsible for the sales development, commercial lending, branding, and marketing efforts in Kansas City. We're happy to have you here today, Linda. Thank you, Kelly. It's great to see you. Let's hear a little bit about the bank. We, You and I know that a bank is not a bank is not a bank. There are there's a lot of differences. Tell us a little bit about how Enterprise got started and how it distinguishes itself. Well, Enterprise was founded in 1988, actually, in St. Louis by um, three bankers that came from another organization who really wanted to focus on privately held businesses and their owners and felt like it was a good opportunity for them. And uh, today we're over a little over $3 billion. We operate in the markets of St. Louis, Kansas City, and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And we are focused on entrepreneurs and uh, privately held businesses, but we also have eight locations here in Kansas City, as you know. So uh, we also serve a lot of consumers and a lot of other businesses as well. And so we have a range of uh, services that would rival really any of the larger banks, um, treasury management, international services, mortgage, wealth management. And then we offer a level of personalized services, I believe, that they can't rival. So it's a... It's a lot of fun, and we really uh, love what we do here at Enterprise. One of the other things that you do is teach Coffin Fast Tracks, listening to your business. And before a, a business owner can really approach a bank, they need to know the direction their business is going. They need to have a plan for it. Can you talk to us about the importance of that? Well, as you know, Enterprise University, which is uh, one of our main ways of educating our entrepreneurs and privately held businesses, was really born out of the idea that sometimes you're just working on your business or, you know, you're just so busy in the daily activities that you don't take time to think about, how do I plan for what I'm doing? Is this really achieving my goals? And listening to your business is really just another program in the variety of services and programs that we offer at Enterprise University to help entrepreneurs step out of their daily activity and think about the planning process and what what they want to achieve in three years and five years and then help them develop action actionable items to address those needs in their plan. Now, do you have to be a customer of Enterprise in order to go through those classes, or can anybody take those classes? Anyone can take those classes, okay. and I really encourage anyone who's thinking about a new business idea or someone who's struggling 
in getting their business to the next level uh, to take advantage of the opportunities that we offer. Um, we do a spring semester and we do a fall semester. And there's a variety of classes from um, marketing, how to reduce health care costs, um, what bankers look for. So there's a variety of classes that address social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, really some really good well stuff. Rounded, and diverse. you can send mm-hmm. people from your company. It doesn't have to be the CEO. It could be um, human resources. It could be your sales staff. Um, we just encourage them to take advantage of the program. Take those couple hours out of your day to be thinking about your business, not working in it, mm-hmm. and um, walk away hopefully with some uh, new ideas and initiatives for your business. What are a couple of the key takeaways from the listening to your business class that would be hoove a business owner to uh, know about before they approach a banker? Well, um, a business plan is really important. Sure. And mm-hmm. so, um, obviously, and, and there are many types. And, you know, I encourage people just to start putting stuff on paper. In fact, in listening to your business, one of the ideas and suggestions is you get the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And just read the chapter on it, begin with the end in mind. And I, the analogy or the story I would use to help um, entrepreneurs think about building a business plan is if you were going to build a new house, um, you're probably going to sit down. You're going to think about what are my needs, what are my wants. Um, you know, am I formal or am I more casual? Do I want a porch? Do I want a pool? How many bedrooms do I want? You think about all of that first. Of course. Then you build the plan with your architect, and 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 then you put it together a budget, mm-hmm. and all before you ever start digging or laying yeah, the foundation. Yeah, and so down, sure. it's like that. Yeah, I really encourage people to just sit down and have some time to think, begin with that end in mind. Um, another example would be if you want to retire and you know that you're going to need a certain amount of money to spend to travel and uh, to cover your expenses, you back into that. You figure out how much money do I need at what mm-hmm. rate of return to be able to retire. A business plan is much like that. It's just begin with the end in mind, think through your goals and uh, objectives, and make sure they align with the values that you have as a person. And that brings up something when you say retire, and that is how do business owners evaluate their businesses? How do they know? I'm not talking about getting into the real deep mathematical kinds of formulas that people use to evaluate businesses, but how, how do you know, really, if your business is on, on track compared to others in that niche? How, how, how do you know if it's performing where it should be? That's where a banker can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a relationship with your banker, which I would encourage you all to um, have a relationship with a good banker, then they would sit down with you and compare some of your financial ratios to others in the industry. They would talk to you about what they're seeing in the marketplace and what changes are occurring and ask you questions about how you're planning for changes in the economy and your own business and uh, help you really think about that business in maybe a much broader view. I'm amazed at the number of people that I ask who are running great businesses, small businesses, Mm -hmm. though, who don't know the name of a banker, and they can be such a great resource uh, for 
small businesses especially. And so I encourage them to try and get to know a banker um, at whatever bank, but we would have loved to have them at Enterprise, obviously. Of course. And it's very true, though. A lot of business owners have a checking account at a bank where they can make their deposits. And then one of the best pieces of advice I've heard bankers give is don't wait until you need that line of credit or you need that loan because you can't make payroll to suddenly go to wherever you have a checking account and say, hey, can we sit down and talk? I mean, it's too late by that time, typically. You're right. and But if you really look, um, this is kind of interesting. Community banks are there really to serve entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. 80% of businesses that begin usually begin with the help of a small community bank. And that's because there are people there that are really helpful. They're there to talk to them. They're not so busy. They're not a mass, uh, cons- you know, they don't have a mass of clients. And so I encourage people to look for a good, solid community bank to help them build their business plans. And to and there's so many resources in Kansas City, as you know, from UMKC to, mm-hmm. you know, Kaufman. Um, so really get on the Internet and look for sources of help uh, when you're building your business plan. But there's it is it's just the American way. And I, I'm thrilled to be helping as many entrepreneurs as we have at Enterprise Bank and Trust. What are some of the things that business owners, entrepreneurs should know about bankers? A lot of times, uh, you know, you, you think of a bank and you think institutional. And you've been talking a lot about relationships. So what are what are some of the things that a business owner should know about a banker, about bankers? Well, you, let's just talk a little bit about um, some of our attitudes and, and how they differ from an entrepreneur. Generally, if you think about risk, an entrepreneur is risk-seeking, and a banker is risk avoiding because, Absolutely. of course, we're taking in your money and so mm-hmm. we have to protect it and make sure that we can give it back to you. Um, usually entrepreneurs are more optimistic and we're a little more pessimistic. Mm-hmm. And generally entrepreneurs, and these are just general statements, so it's not in every case, um, what you find is they are more, they're, they're trained in sales and marketing, in innovation, and bankers are tend to be finance and accounting. Mm-hmm. So when you come in, we want to look at the numbers. You want to tell us the story. Absolutely. And that can be very frustrating right. for an entrepreneur. Also, you have to think about our industries. Generally, um, if you have your own business, it's not as regulated. Banking is very regulated. Right. So the rules uh, really govern a lot of what we do. So it's important to understand that we want to talk about numbers. You should be prepared to talk about numbers when you come in. Um, and you should be able to talk about the business and where you want to take it and why you need the loan that you need. And um, building a budget and a cash flow projection is really important for a banker to be able to assess the risk in your business. Yeah, and as you said, if if you're not proficient in doing those types of things, there are plenty of resources here in the Kansas City area that can help you do that. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to talk with Linda about the types of questions entrepreneurs should ask their bankers. We just talked about some of the questions bankers will ask you, but here are some questions that you need to have in mind as you approach a banker. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Vital signs. How to survive in today's economy. 
The 8th Annual Kansas City Government Contracting and Procurement Forum is designed to showcase government contracting requirements, provide critical information, networking opportunities, and access to new business partners. This year's keynote speaker is Ann Byler, founder of Andy Ann's Soft Pretzel Franchise. The forum is free August 14th, Bartle Hall Convention Center. Get more information and register online at kcgcp.org. That's kcgcp.org. I'd like to tell you about one of our sponsors today, Audible.com. They're a leading provider of spoken digital entertainment and information. If you go on out to our radio page at ithinkbigger.com forward slash radio, you're going to see a very special link, and you can click on that to get a free month services and a free Audible book download. They've got a huge selection of titles, and 150,000 and some, I would think, including some of the books that our authors that you hear on this show have written, like Mike Michalowicz and John Jantz. And what's really great is that you can listen on any device, including whatever you're listening to right now to hear this show. So again, go on out to the special link you'll find on our radio homepage, ithinkbigger.com forward slash radio, or audibletrial.com forward slash thinkingbigger, and you can get one free audiobook and one month trial of the service. That's audibletrial.com forward slash thinkingbigger. You want real results. You want your efforts to count for something. And you don't have time to waste. We understand. That's why the Executive MBA program at Benedictine College is the program more than 400 alums say help them accelerate their careers and enhance their approach to management and leadership. You're ready immediately to contribute to your organization's success. We invite you to check out benedictine.edu slash EMBA to learn more about our program and what it has to offer. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Linda Hansen. She's the regional market president for Enterprise Bank and Trust in Kansas City. And we've been talking about the importance of building a business plan, what you should know that a banker is going to ask you. They're very focused on the numbers. And, Linda, my question to you now is, what is it that entrepreneurs should be prepared to ask of a banker when they're starting that relationship? I think that's a really good question, Kelly, and it probably varies um, based upon the entrepreneur. But one of the things you want to know is, does your banker have experience in your industry? Um, Is your banker um, been lending money for some time? Are they new to it? What's the average size of the loan that Mm -hmm. the banker handles in their portfolio? There's all kinds of bankers. You have bankers who are focused on large companies. You have bankers that are focused on small companies. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're a good fit for your banker. Um, You want to know what size the bank is and what size of loans they generally handle. Um, So you make sure that they can handle the size of loan that you're requesting. Um, You want to know if there's industries that uh, they're not that interested in so that if you hit a bump in the road, um, how likely are they to work with you through it and help you through it? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to look for a bank that has a high loan to deposit, in my opinion, because that's a bank that likes to make loans. If the bank doesn't have a high loan to deposit, then they might make money um, in the trust department or in a fee area. Um, they might have a credit card portfolio, but loans might not be a, a great uh, fit for them. So you want to make sure that you have a bank that's offering those services. You want to know if they have international services. Do they have people who can help you build that business if you're doing some things globally in the marketplace? 
you want to know who the decision makers are. What is the process that they have for making that loan? Is right. there a committee? Mm-hmm. Are there other people that you should meet, other decision makers at the bank, in order to get uh, your loan reviewed? Um, and you want to know who's going to be there uh, handling your account. Usually there's um, a loan assistant, there's a loan coordinator, there are other people who you'll be um, communicating with. And communication, I just can't say enough about communication. Communicating bad is as important as communicating good news. Right. And uh, keeping your banker informed is really critical to that relationship. And they'll be there for you if they understand what's going on and they'll help you through it. So I always encourage people to build a really great relationship with their banker. Yeah. Banks don't like surprises. No, they don't. (laughs) So uh, when an entrepreneur goes to uh, talk about a loan to try to uh, secure that loan, what are some of the things that they can do to present themselves to have the best chance of securing the loan? Well, I think it's important to come with some historical um, financial information if you've been in business to be able to tell the story uh, where you've been. You want to know. We want to know what markets they're in, what products and services they're offering. We want to know if they have um, a budget, if they have a plan. And some people do in their head, and some people have it on paper. We encourage you to put it on paper, but everybody doesn't always do it just one way. Um, So we're going to want to review all of that. We're going to want to understand what risks there are in the business. So their assessment of internal and external risks for the business are important to us. What do they lie at night worrying about? Mm -hmm. You know, what are those Mm -hmm. things? so that we can help them through that. Uh, we're going to want to know who their clients are, if there's concentrations in their clients. You know, if 50% of your business is with Walmart, that is a risk right. for a bank. So we're going to want to understand that composition. We're going to want to understand the collateral. What's the value of it? If something were to happen, what's the marketability of that collateral? And we're just going to want to understand that cash conversion cycle of how it works, how mm-hmm. long it takes them to collect their money, and what the anticipated uses of the cash are. Right. Now, what are some of the top qualifiers banks look for before they're going to approve that loan? Well, we're going to want to know there's some critical ratios that we're going to want to know that they have debt service coverage. So we're going to want to know that the operating income of the business is sufficient to service the principal and interest on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we usually don't see performance that don't work, but, you know, um, <laughs> no. it's important for them to realize, is that comfortable for me or mm-hmm. does that monthly payment seem like a lot and I'm not sure right. I can handle that? Because there are tools to use in the industry to help small businesses, such as an SBA loan mm-hmm. would allow you to have an amortization of that debt over 10 years where a traditional bank without an SBA loan might want to retire that debt in five years. Sure. So there's tools, and that's what you want to sit down and really visit with your banker about. Mm -hmm. And we'll look at things like current ratio, current assets to current liabilities, make sure there's enough liquidity in the business. Uh, We're going to look at the debt to net worth, which is the leverage of the business. Right. We're going to want to make sure that it's not undercapitalized. That's one of the top reasons businesses fail, as you know, is Mm -hmm. undercapitalization. So we're going to want to look at that. Those would be examples of ratios that I would encourage a business owner to review prior to meeting with their banker. What would be some red flags that 
you know, the bank would possibly uh, decline a loan because of those red flags? You know, oftentimes what happens is business owners are optimistic, so they think they can get a 10-year amortization, and so the debt service might be one-to-one. That's going to be tough for a banker to do. We want a margin so that we are sure that if they hit a rough patch, they can get through it. You know, so not understanding the financials is also kind of a red flag because if you're just out selling every day, you may not understand, you know, what's really going on in the business. And Mm -hmm. so we want to know that you understand the financials. Sometimes people have used credit cards to actually finance their business. Excuse me, a lot of people use credit cards. And so it's important you know your credit score. If you have a low credit score, that's a red flag for a bank. So fixing that is important, I think, in the process. Well, and just just an aside there, it's not just the business's credit. With most entrepreneurs, it's their personal credit, too. Correct. In fact, that's what I'm really talking about is the personal credit score. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you have good credit. Um, Those would be a couple of the primary, you know, red flags, Um, but not understanding your business, maybe not understanding the risks. You know, there's conversation that goes on where you're just assessing the character of the borrower, the collateral, and the cash flow, and they call it the three C's. And so we look at a lot of different things, but um, in general, I think most people are pretty prepared when they come in to talk to a banker. Yeah, it's kind of a scary experience for some people, and so they're over-prepared. Well, not over-prepared, but yeah, they are at least pretty well prepared. Now, one of the things that I've always heard is that you should, you you mentioned that entrepreneurs are an optimistic breed, obviously, but uh, one of the things I've heard is that you should under underestimate your revenues and overestimate your expenses that that is a good formula to follow is that do you, I think that's true mm-hmm. anytime that you give a banker a budget then that's what we're going to use to the next year to judge the success or failure of that business so you always want to be very conservative on your projections right. and when you overachieve then obviously that's a good thing for the banker and for you so i think that is a nice rule of thumb and uh and and I think most entrepreneurs are pretty careful about that and mm-hmm. um, conservative in general. So, Linda, you've given us a lot of information here today, and I know you've just scratched the surface. If someone would like to get in touch with you to learn more about how to work with a banker or to take the classes that you mentioned earlier in the show, how would they do that? I would just go to enterprisebank.com. Um, or you can go on there and find out about Enterprise University. Uh, we will be offering Listening to Your Business this fall, and so that class is on there. And I just encourage them to come into the branch and ask for a lender. Um, all of them are terrific, and they would love to meet um, some new entrepreneurs and help businesses grow here in Kansas City. Well, thank you for your time today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Kelly. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at www.ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.